Section 2. Learning to Dive Chapter 10. The Six Essentials Your first scuba diving course takes you on a momentous journey from permanent landlubber to temporary denizen of the watery depths. You have a lot to learn in terms of knowledge and physical skills as you make this life-changing transition. Indeed, there's so much that it may all seem overwhelming at first, and it can sometimes be hard to distinguish the really important things from those that are just nice to know. To be a safe, successful scuba diver, the following six elements are the things you have to concentrate on mastering more than anything else. As you'll see, they're all interconnected. Improvement in one area will lead to similar progress in all the others. Focus on these things, get them right, and everything else will fall into place. 1. Breathing Despite what many new divers are told when they begin, you don't breathe normally when you're underwater on scuba. The manuals only say that to try to reassure new students that diving is easy and to dispel any fears they may have about not being able to breathe. When you're underwater, you're breathing air under pressure, so the air is denser than the air you breathe from the atmosphere when you're on land. You're also breathing through your regulator, which is an artificial device that extends the distance between your lungs and the source of the air. This gap is called dead air space. Because of these two factors, if you breathe as you do on land, that is, haphazardly and without thinking about it, turbulence within the dead air space will prevent much of the air you inhale from reaching your lungs. You'll just breathe it all out again, without the important oxygen-carbon dioxide exchange having taken place. And this is not a good thing because this exchange is the whole point of breathing. So to breathe efficiently underwater, you have to develop a controlled, long, slow breathing style. Pull the dense air down deep into your lungs with each inhalation and then expel it in a long, slow exhalation. Breathe from your diaphragm rather than your chest. How do you do this? Well, when you inhale, push your stomach all the way out so that it distends to allow your lungs to expand and draw in as much air as possible. Then when you exhale, Compress your stomach muscles to reduce your lung volume to a minimum. Breathe out slowly and continuously until it feels like there's no air left to exhale. Then breathe in again. You don't need to pause between breaths. Just let your breathing be a constant cycle of long ins, followed by long outs. Breathing from the diaphragm does take a little getting used to, but you don't have to be actually diving to practice the technique. This is something you can do anytime, anywhere, while you're riding in a train, sitting in your car in a traffic jam, or watching TV. At home, a good exercise is to lie on the floor, put a book on your stomach, and focus on moving the book up and down by slowly breathing in and out. As you do this, breathe with your lips pursed, as they would be around your regulator mouthpiece. Draw the air in slowly, and release it slowly. 2. Relaxing The extended cycle of deep inhalation and full exhalation 
will also ensure that the gas exchange I mentioned earlier is as effective as possible. When you breathe like this, more of the oxygen you breathe in will be transferred from your lungs to your bloodstream, and more carbon dioxide will be removed from your body. This benefits you in two major ways. First, your body needs oxygen. Second, a buildup of carbon dioxide in your body makes you stressed and anxious. When you exhale efficiently, you reduce your body's carbon dioxide levels, and this makes you more relaxed and less prone to anxiety. Being relaxed when you dive enables you to be more attentive, puts you in a good frame of mind to deal calmly with any emergency that may take place, and reduces considerably your tendency to panic.